everybody, this is GCR, and you're listening to the Movie Podcast Network. Are you into comics and cool stuff, or did you like to be? Well, if so, go on and check out our guys over at waywardraven.com. If you haven't been there, you should. Great stuff, novelties, gear, comics, and uh, just a bunch of cool guys. So check them out at waywardraven.com. Use our discount code. You know what it is. It's Neckbeard to get a certain amount of money off your purchase. Check them out today. If you're a gamer and or like coffee, be sure to get over to Player One Coffee, our guys in Salt Lake City. Be sure to get yourself some of the overclocked omen as it is the God's gift to gamers. Go on over to playeronecoffee.com and use our discount code, GeekCastLive. Hey everybody, GCR here to tell you about a new product that we are trying to sell and that we use ourselves. It's CBD oil. If you're anything like me, as a 35-year-old overweight man, you have a sore back, you have a sore shoulder, and you fight insomnia all the time. Well, I don't anymore. CBD oil is legal in all 50 states. And this HempWorks product is fantastic. We have THC-free if you're worried about a drug test. And we have salves and creams and oils, peppermint, cinnamon, no flavor. We have everything. Go to GCLCBD.com and get some for yourself because you deserve it. If you're anything like us here at GeekCast Live, I know that almost all you've ever wanted to do in life is play wizard chess. Well, now here's your chance. You can head on over to squareoffnow.com and pick yourself up a wizard chessboard, basically. Just use our discount code GCL to get 20% and free shipping off your order. That's squareoffnow.com, discount code GCL for wizard chess today. Go buy (laughs) t-shirts. Play that. Just play it. GCL.threadless.com. T-shirts, hats, shower curtains. Be about that life. You can probably get it on a toy. Anal beads. Mm -hmm. I think they have anal beads. They have leggings. Yeah, stockings, bath curtains. They got like uh, uh, Kenny Loggins skull on a (laughs) T-shirt. It looks like Kenny Loggins, doesn't it? Wait, what was it? GCL. .threadless.com That's gcl.threadless.com 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 It's a trap! Cedric Benson's driver's license. <laughs> wow. 77 of the GeekCast Live podcast. I Two know. shoes, Meshugana. <laughs> GCR with me. There it is. Hi. And me, Cartoon Joe. Wow. Swonk, swonk, no, let, let, me, let me guess that instead of Juju Smith Schuster, Joe said soft shoe 
McGillicuddy or whatever. What did he say just then? <laughs> Meshuganaz. Yeah, that, that, that was me that was – I did something like that. Wow. Do I want Fournette or Derrick Henry? I really don't know. Fournette. I kind of think I do. You want Anita Henry. Nope. Civil rights. Uh, Anita Henry, if we're playing Balderdash right now, I think I would win if I wrote down, wow, heavy breath. That was me. I did exhale that time. <laughs> I, I, I think if I wrote down that Anita Henry was a civil rights activist, I would win a lot of votes. I think you're right. Uh, apparently on the Canadian Association of Professional Conservators. Ooh. I don't, oh. I don't, yeah. I don't know what a what, conservator is. What's, um, so this I is... I didn't even know, I don't know anything about this. Constitors. So this Oof. is, so two weeks ago, you had Rob and Joe play Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, One yeah. Week I actually ago, listened to that. You had the live draft episode. Now we're all back. And we have, uh, we do have a plan this week. Nah. <laughs> I actually, uh, we'll talk about it later, but uh, how, how do you feel? Tomorrow starts, today is Wednesday. When you hear this, we'll be, uh, we'll know the results of the Bears-Packers game. That's a good way to start the season. Kicking off the 100th season of the NFL with Bears-Packers in Chicago. I, I it- am jacked. Is it wrong that I want to see Aaron Rodgers get split in two no. by uh, by old Kendall Mack uh, or uh, Calvin Mack? I <laughs> what's his name? Aren't the Kendalls made by Amazon? Uh, yes, the Kendall okay. the Kendalls are actually Mattel, but oh, mm. that makes sense. Khalil, yes, he's he good. You know who's stealing the show tomorrow, though. Who that I, is? Uh, my man, the eater of worlds, Khalil Who? Mack. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> no. It cut wait. out. Did it cut out? What, I, did, I was listening for you. Kind of the, the eater of worlds, Akeem Hicks. Who? None of these yes. are real names. Uh, am I? Am, uh, is my mic not working? All of these showed up in our D and D game at least once. Yeah. Akeem Hicks showed up in your Gesundheit. Yeah, yeah praise <laughs> me. I also like that. Uh, <laughs> oh, I meant to make a note on this. God, I hate being tired. Uh, Joe, you uh, you used as the voice of your what were you? Uh, 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 half orc. Uh, he was yeah, like a half orc grenadier. Yeah, but your your half orc your half orc grenadier voice. Do it again, because it, it, it golden 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 golden. Oh yeah, you're you're the Taiko Watiki Thor Ragnarok guy. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, it's exactly what it was. Yes, you were you were exactly. Hey man, piss off, ghost. Piss off, ghost. <laughs> hey, buddy, makes alive. <laughs> piss off, ghost. <laughs> Speaking of Tykes, oh, I need Tyka. Have you guys seen the? <laughs> have you guys seen the trailer for Tyka's new movie, Jojo Rabbit? I have. I have no. not. Oh my god, does it look great? It looks phenomenal. It's the story of Jojo, who is a young Hitler youth, and his imagination. As opposed to an old Hitler youth. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. His well, his imaginary friend is 
Taika Waititi as Hitler. <laughs> Natch. And, Fucking and, great. And he is, and he is absolutely, I mean, he's like an ardent Nazi. He is yeah. like, Jews are evil. And then he finds out that his mom's been hiding a, a Jewish girl, like, in his wall. And he has to come to terms with the fact that she doesn't seem to be all that bad. And, but yet he's also like a devout Nazi. And it is, it looks to be, it's, it's satire at its best. Mm-hmm. And it, it looks like it's, it's going to be fucking the great. The casting for this is ridiculous. Well, who's yeah. my, Sam Rockwell, Scarlett Johansson, yeah. Alfie Allen, Rob Wilson. For a movie that's basically Moonrise Kingdom meets Harvey. Yes, it's it's it's, it's Moonrise Ew. Kingdom meets 1939 Germany. Ew. But who's my guy? Who's the tall drink of water? He's British. He was in the original Office. Um, Alfie Allen. That's not, no, <laughs> no, that's not. Audie he Murphy. also he also plays the accountant in the third season of The Good Place. Ben Affleck. No, he's got glasses. Uh, Stephen Merchant Stephen Merchant plays a Nazi in this and that is that to me is my whole world it's so should he should he not be playing he he just plays such a well I mean it's just that's he's a dry he's a dry human yeah yes they're gonna say he's a dry heaver He's a dry heaver. Every time he's on screen, it's just what? What? <laughs> 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 I'm I'm trying to spell that sound, and I think there's H A U W T. Yeah, good luck right. with that. There might be a C H in there somewhere. H A U C H W T. I think that sounds right. God damn it, that's funny. <laughs> that is funny. When's your pick next, Nick? For for reference, Nick is uh, drafting right now in his big money league. And by see, we're in a league where we play for sixteen hundred dollars. So what's the big money league? Uh, it's the same. Oh, it's, okay. I, I was just meant to give it some gravitas. Let's say it's double. Yep, it's a it's, it's a double four, that. Yep, four thousand dollars and a finger league. Ooh. S- of your choice of scotch. No, like loser loses a finger. Oh. Oh, even, well, that's fantastic. Now, wait, yeah. at, what, at what knuckle? Uh, second joint. That's fair. Does it matter which finger? Uh, I think it's loser's choice. choice. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, just like in a tattoo league, the league picks the tattoo, the, the loser gets to pick where he gets it. Yes. Or she. Which I don't know why our league hasn't adopted that at this point. If there's um, one thing I'm certain of, it's I'm never going to finish last. So put, make I, whatever, whatever I, the punishment, <laughs> I'm fine with it. That's that's kind of what I'm at. I and the problem is, is that Todd doesn't like tattoos. So ah, <laughs> uh, nailed it. <laughs> All the more reason. Now to I do, do think we could take those of us in the league who are tattooed. And like, mm-hmm. like you have to kind of you have to opt in, you know. So let's say there's a uh, twelve of us in the league that would say I'm in for that. Those twelve could whoever finishes twelfth could uh, could do a thing. I mean, I'd be fine with that. I know I won't finish twelfth. And even if you did, you wouldn't have a problem getting a tattoo. 
Right, I wouldn't exactly, and I'm yeah. I'm about ready to get my Swayze tattoo. Ooh. So once I get that tattoo, the floodgates are open for tattoos with actual meaning. You're so. Swayzeing. Oh yeah. Where at? Um, Seems like my, a good inner thigh tattoo. The entirety of my right forearm, from wrist to elbow joint, will say the word Swayze. Nice. Why? Okay. In in a neon blue roadhouse font. Could, there, could it be any other way? I mean, no, really. no. <laughs> that may be uh, like an aerial font uh, back of the neck. Is that an areola font? Yes, yeah. it's, it's circular and pink. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Very difficult for dyslexia. Did somebody just say areola? Fun. <laughs> anyway, Nick, when is when when do you pick next? Uh, I picked, and now I pick again in fifteen picks. So it's a sixteen-team league again. No, it's a ten-teamer. Ten-team, but you. you no, my s- turn. Is, my turn is next. Actually, oh crap. Oh, okay. Who? Who? Who's, who's, who what are you? What are you looking at? Tight end or quarterback <laughs> at this point? You don't. You don't have a quarterback. Mm, no, I, I'm usually a quarterback late guy. What tight ends are available, though? Uh, pretty much all the good ones after the big three. So Kelsey's out, Kittle's out. Correct, and uh, and Ertz. I think so. Vance, I'm either. I, I'm looking at Vance McDonald pretty hard. No, I, I want OJ Howard, or I want uh, who's who's the dude from the Giants, Ebron? Yeah, he's supposedly a big part of their offense this year. Um, oh, he just went. Ingram just went right before. So I got to go either O.J. Howard or Hunter Henry. You don't want Hunter Henry. I don't? No. Uh, is Gates still playing there? In, in no, he in, died last year. Did he die? Well, I'd go Hunter Henry then. God, I have a Hunter Henry what Jones. but that other O.J.? I don't believe in O.J. Howard. I really book, don't. Book. I don't believe in O.J. Howard either. Tampa Bay, I, went, right? I, went Hunter, I went Hunter Henry. Is O.J. Howard Tampa Bay? Yes. Yeah, I don't believe in anything, Tampa Bay. The second Mike Allstott retired, I don't draft anyone from Tampa Bay. Yeah. I, I had, yeah. I wanted to do some Fitz magic last year, but then they kept calling him Fitz magic, and then I refused to play him. <laughs> you know, I kind of, Fitz magic is kind of like uh, the Mexicutioner. It's a good way to put it. You know what I mean? It's like you wouldn't want to be called it, but you also wouldn't hate to be called it. I think in the right the, context, I'd love to be called Fitz Magic. Well, that's what I'm saying. If if yeah. you if you gave me a nickname and it was the Mexicutioner and it was for a reason, I'd say right. oh I'd begrudgingly say okay, and then at home I'd tell my wife, they call me the Mexicutioner. And I'm mm-hmm. so in, and I'm so into it. <laughs> or like Kung Fu Panda. I mean, that's that's such pu- a good name. That's, that's such pu- a great nickname. Well, and it's perfect for Sandoval. I mean, it, it it's really exactly, is. He's he's Kung Fu Panda. He's Po. <laughs> I know we've talked about it before, but what currently active player? What's the best sports nickname, Nick? Sports Nick's names, Nick. Uh, <laughs> Listen, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I've been. Well, it's, list, list, list me all the nicknames from the New York Knicks. <laughs> listen, listen. And then tell me the best. Hold on. Listen, as my friend Big Mark would say, I'm drinking pints of Grige. 
I, I guess someone might say that. <laughs> no, my fr- our, that's our, great. That's excellent. I like that. Our mutual friend, Big Mark. Who who is mutual friend? We all know Big Mark. Oh, we do. My God, yeah. His real name's Martin Bontrager. He's married oh. to Jordan. Oh, but, I didn't know he had a nickname. No, Grandpa Elliot um, was saying goodbye this weekend to everyone oh. and gave embraced him and said, uh, um, uh, "Be good, Mark, <laughs> Big Mark." <laughs> wow. <laughs> Excellent. And then left, and I, I, I refuse to let that die. Uh-uh. No, you got you to keep that. Thanks for letting us in on that. So his name is Big Mark, and um, I've been drinking this very fantastic Pinot Grigio lately. Mm-hmm. Or as Martin calls it, the Grige. The Grige. I like it. I like it. So I'm a little That's wasted. Amazing. I'm a little drunk. Wait, so when you say, when you say pints, are you yes. referring to the volume? Yes. Okay. Because I thought you were doing a whole thing with with pints of Grige, Pinot Grigio. No, I've okay. been drinking. Um, I've been drinking been pints of Pinot Grigio. I also, I also thought you were drinking pints of Pinot Grigio. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> That's I a just, lot of. Pinot. I thought maybe there was a lot more wordplay going on than there was. Nick, yes, it is a lot of Pinot. I mean, a lot. Yes. Of Pinot. Uh, yes. Yes. And to your question, I need to really think on that because I feel like without having written it down pre-show, I will swing and miss on the greatest sports nickname. I have a feeling it's probably a baseball player currently. Um, you know, football is not so great for nicknames. Tends to I tend to fall in the baseball camp. I, I um, would but, I would agree with you, except for the fact that like two weeks ago was players week in major league baseball. And that's where they, they get to have like their nickname on the back of their Jersey. Okay. And it is so fucking lame. I mm. saw that. It was actually like, it's all like B dub. Exactly. Kyle Schwarber's la- his, his on the back of his Jersey is Schwarbs. Uh, that's so lame. Uh, you can't even put like, Schwarberger on there. Like, or, or, or when the guy, Shows up to the locker room and says, "Hey, Kyle, um, I need the name you want for Players Week on your jersey. So, what, like, what do they call you around here? You don't say like Death Cyrus, Cyrus the Virus, right? Which would be awesome because for one week, that's on the back of your jersey. You know <laughs> what I mean? On. Who just got attacked by a ghost from the haunting of Hill House? That was me. That was us. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> That's the that's the sound the dog makes every time somebody comes home. Yow, yow. That's amazing. That's really really bad. Yeah, and that's from at least fifty feet away. That dog is right now. But anyway, oh, sorry. To your yeah. point, Nick. It the, the the baseball nicknames, at least that they give themselves, suck. Outside, oh like, yeah. Out, like, but like Kung Fu course, Panda, Swamp Donkey, or swamp donkey Crime Dog. I mean, you don't get those just anywhere. <laughs> I mean, Crime Dog. So, well, Fred Fred McGriff was Crime yeah, Dog is the, the best sports nickname that's ever been. I mean, it's that's the best. I it's ever been. You know what sucks about the Crime Dog? He will not make the Hall of Fame because he has four hundred and ninety-seven homes. That seems uh, pretty he donkey. Re- he said I could play another year and try to get three more home runs or 
retire now. And he went that route. And he retired, yeah. He's three short of 500. Wild. So The crime dog. I'm, I'm curious how some of these athletes in the world of sports get their nicknames because I'm on the Wikipedia for a list of sports people by nickname because apparently oh, that's a thing. Fantastic. Oh. Well, that's the cheater list. If I could have done that. It no, is but, the cheater but list. Let's do, but, but let's do but this. Hang on. There, there are like – there's – pseudo relevant people on here and some that probably are very much not but um here's one um uh let's see here this looks like a uh winter olympian um who's gotten 13 uh winter olympic games medals uh, we're, we're talking about athletes name- we said this is athlete <laughs> nicknames well no but it's close <laughs> enough uh no ish. so I don't know how to pronounce this, so we're going to butcher this. Uh, if anybody is Norwegian and can correct me in the show notes, please let me know. Uh, Ole Einar Bjordenlein. Hmm. Anyway. Can I, yeah. can I guess? He, he's known as the Purple Bones. Parachute. Oh. Mm, no. Close. Close. Joe? I... I didn't realize the name that you gave us wasn't the nickname. <laughs> it's, it's not. No, his nickname is Arden. That's his, that's his, I, that is his birth and God-given name. I didn't realize that was his Christian name. <laughs> his, nick, no. <laughs> his nickname is Arden Iden Bordenlay. I just, no. I'm not from Norway. I thought it was a mouthful, but, <laughs> but whatever. I was on board with it. Uh, so this guy, uh, known as the, uh, king of biathlons, his nickname is, is uh, I guess, uh, his given nickname on the webs or on Wikipedia here is the cannibal. Oh, what did you do in biathlons my, in the course of you, your career? Do you want my guess? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm curious. How, how did this guy become on, known put, put as a the cannibal? Uh, put, we're putting a pin in it. Hold on, what, Nick? Are you there? Yeah, what's going yes. on? It's the eighth mm-hmm. round, okay? Baker sure. Mayfield's still there. Carson Wentz is still there. Cam Newton is still there. Baker Mayfield. Well, do you have Christian McCaffrey? No. The, do, it doesn't do you matter. Have... I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not comboing anybody. Okay, then Baker Mayfield. I think more upside. I mean, I could, I could I could combo Ben Roethlisberger with Juju mm. Smith Schuster. Yeah, he's a rapist. He is. You like Mayfield more than uh, Cam and and Wentz? Uh yes. The Bake Dude, Dog. Uh, All right. All right. O- I'm doing o- Odell, it. Odell Beckham, Landry, Nick Chubb, uh, Unku. I did it. It's too late. It's done. It's filthy okay. and it's done. I would love to get a t-shirt with Nick's face on it mm. that just says Nick Chubb underneath it. I wish I had got, yeah. Hey, Rob. Some, some Nick Chubb. Yes. So a couple things here. Biathlon is my all-time favorite Olympic sport. Now, is that the, like, the skiing and skeet shooting? You No, you cross-country ski and then you shoot a twenty-two rifle into a target. That's okay. what he just said, yeah. Well, he said yeah. skeet shooting. I said skeet shooting. Yeah, but, but we all the, knew. The, which is right. definitely different than what I said, but I understand. I think yeah, I was thinking of the triathlon. Not so different enough that anyone cares. I'm pretty no. sure he got his nickname because he ate human flesh. <laughs> 
boom goes all the dynamite. Yes. That's just a listen, I'm just throwing it out there. That I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, that well that would make sense why he was called the the cannibal. Um this is interesting. Where what are some other good ones? There's some person on here, uh, from the American shooting guard, um Vinny Johnson, also known as Microwave. Yes, <laughs> also a good nickname. He, See if hey, if he you only if says you hello me, with hold tiny on. movements of his hand. If you give me a player that's like in the last that's not like super duper current in the last twenty years, I'll know their nickname. I'm pretty confident. Charles Barkley. The round mound of rebound. The, the round mound of rebound. I, I figured that was a good one, but I just happened to like stumble upon that and felt like it needed to be said out loud. That's Dennis, a good Ro- uh, Dennis Rodman was the worm. The worm. <laughs> Basketball does good nicknames. Carl Malone was the mailman. The mailman. It's actually a great nickname. Mm-hmm. Because he always uh, delivers. He always delivers, <laughs> and he and he normally That's delivers. He normally delivers in the post. Yeah, he does deliver the post. <laughs> it's a classic. Good nickname. Uh, Clyde uh, Clyde Drexler was the Glide. The glide. You know why? <laughs> because he he, he, with he was an excellent woodworker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, Kobe, Bri- Kobe Bryant, Dick. <laughs> well, yes, yes, but the other thing he likes to be known as the Mamba, the Black, Black Mamba. Mamba. <laughs> uh, Earl Monroe, the Pearl. Because what Earl the hell the else Earl the with <laughs> Earl? Earl the Pearl. <laughs> yep. Oh, here's a hey. This is a good one. Uh, Daryl Griffith. Uh, chocolate thunder. N- no, <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't. I don't know nearly enough about this guy to know other nicknames, but they have listed here. That's Daryl Dawkins. Was chocolate thunder? Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, uh Doctor Duncanstein. Yes. <laughs> fuck, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great, man. I would like to be Doctor Duncanstein. Excellent. I I really like Shaq's. I mean, I guess Shaq Fu. Shaq. Uh, Shaq well, Diesel. Shaq Fu's another good one. Diesel, yeah. Well, Diesel's a good one, sure. If you're a pitbull, or seven hundred pounds of into that, getting. no. Uh, into that. What about <laughs> Lafayette Lever? Fat, fat Lever, fat, fat Lever. Yep, <laughs> fat Lever. Ryan says he's a fat Lever. <laughs> I didn't say fat uh, leaguer. <laughs> I'd watch Who's that. the backup running back for the Tennessee Titans? Mm. Uh, he's dead. Is he? That's a no. Bummer. No, that's their old. That's their old quarterback. Yeah. No, not their backup running back. Not Deion Lewis, but who's their actual? Their oh, to hell with it. I'll figure it out later. I think Sorry. broad I think Broadway Joe was a good one. Um yeah, that's okay. I mean he did play in, in New York. So how about uh what was um God I'm thinking I'm trying to think of NFL ones. Uh Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, Nick. What was his nickname? 
the law firm. The law firm. <laughs> <laughs> what a great one. That's ben really good. That's a great call. Green That's a Ellis. great call. <laughs> He was that one was great. That you nailed that. That was that's that's the essence of the game right there. I fucking love. I mean, that's like that's just fucking smart. The best ones are guys that are like not I mean that they're like real players but not that famous, you know? That's the best nicknames. Ben What should we call this guy? His like Adam is- Adam Dunn for the White Sox, you know? Who is a good player? I mean, he's a good player, but he's not like, you know, uh, uh first ballot Hall of Famer. I I have a I have a personal story involving Adam Dunn about the swamp donkey. The swamp donkey. <laughs> okay. When he played for the Reds, he played left field. Uh huh. And this was, gosh, this was two thousand four. And I was right. I was at Great American Ballpark, which is a great ballpark. So Cincinnati, you have a great. Major League Baseball ballpark, pork, and ball pork. <laughs> I was I was sitting right Cincinnati. Up. We got a great ballpark and great pork balls. <laughs> great I, uh, pork balls. So during like when they were warming up, I was like heckling them. You know, hey, you know, you're a really good batter, but you're a terrible fielder. <laughs> uh, it, along those lines, and. The Cubs hit a ball that he should have caught on the warning track against the wall. And he was like two feet to the left and it fucking hit the wall and fucking he didn't catch it. Oh, really? Yeah, he was just he, he was just and he was camped underneath it like, no, I got it. And it fucking hit like right over his right shoulder. <laughs> and and I fucking I was banging on the fucking wall. And I was yelling at, I was fucking, I, I was, cause the whole time he's worn up. I'm, I'm like, Hey, done. Yeah. Piece of shit. You know, I'm doing all that shit. And, <laughs> you know, you can't catch a pop up. They got you in fucking the outfield doing that. I'm like a, like a, you know, I'm doing that. Like a jackhole. Yes. Yeah. And he, he camped under a routine fly ball and it landed fucking right behind him. <laughs> and, and I fucking he came out he came out the next inning and he he fucking looked at me and he pointed at me and he said you got me <laughs> what a stud what a, great, like, what a great answer It's that's what I was like I, I looked and I was like hey man fucking more power to you for fucking coming out here and saying dude you got you fucking got me <laughs> Clever I've girl. That, I've done that to him and Robbie Gordon. <laughs> Who's Robbie Gordon? He was a NASCAR driver. Oh, you've that heard, guy. You've yeah. heard this story, right? I I, I feel like I, <laughs> I was in have. the Interstate Battery Hospitality Tent. I but I've met Bobby Labani a hundred times, so I was like, I didn't get in line to get an autograph, so I was standing outside against the railing where all the, and so the drivers are driving up and down in their golf carts. Right. Right. They have a driver. They're the passenger. And I see Robbie Gordon and I say, Oh God, it's Robbie Gordon, Robbie Gordon. And he, he taps his driver and he like tells his driver, Oh, huh. I've got a, I've got a fan. And he pulls over 
<laughs> he, he, he gets oh, out. Oh, I know where this he, is going to go. He, he, he takes the cap and he puts the cap of his Sharpie in his mouth and he pulls it. He's going to give a big autograph. And I said, oh, I said, oh, man, Robbie Gordon, you fucking suck. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 And he you just did that. Looked, he looked at me and said, huh. And he put the cap back on his Sharpie and drove away. That was the Bristol night race of like 2002. Nailed it. And on lap 17, the motherfucker wrecked. <laughs> and I, I'd love to think that in his head, he was saying, Robbie Gordon, you fucking suck. I was, I, I'd like to think that he was thinking that as he was spinning into other cars I I I like to believe he was. I hey, that's what I think anyway. Dark Nick. I, mean, I, I the, believe who it. Who was the night train? Uh Dick Lane. Dick Lane. Dick the night train Lane. Yeah, I'm good at this game usually. Um, <sighs> here's a good one. Uh, God rest his soul, uh, Jared Lorenzen. Uh, I didn't know he even had a nickname. <laughs> I didn't either, but I mean, I'm looking he, at it. He was like, it had to be something with the word large in it. He was the, the well, he was a quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's dead yeah, now. About three played, spins. Played for uh, the Giants. Briefly, yeah. I think the Colts had a turn there. The Pillsbury Throw Boy. Wow. That's I've never heard is. that, but that is really appropriate. <laughs> that's the, awful. That's but terrible. That's really, I wow. That's, that's almost, funny though. It's it's very funny. Uh, if you had to pick a nickname for the professional uh, English darts player, <laughs> Eric John Bristow. What would you pick? I'm going to say they Clip call penis. him. They call him Eric Triple Twenty John Bristow. I said they call mm. him the Teeth. <laughs> That's such a perfectly British <laughs> nickname. So good. Uh, he is the Crafty Cockney. Oh. <laughs> this motherfucker here keeps sneaking my picks. I'm really pissed about it. Who are this you? Is the third time. Who are you looking to get and didn't get? LaShawn McCoy. In the who, tenth, who are you thinking about getting now? I don't know. I I need another running back. I need to like swing for some upside. Um. Uh, so, oh, uh, I could take Justin Jackson at this point. Or Justice Hill. I don't know what I want to do here. Kalen Balage? No, I don't want. No, you don't want Balage. Take a flyer on Melvin Gordon. He's gone. Take Des Bryant. That's a good idea. Let's do that. He's back no. in Oct- he's going to be back in week four, dude. For who? What's he? The, the, the Saints. The Saints. Yeah. I'm good. He's going to be a 
WR two for the Saints in for the whole. I mean, for twelve weeks. When you're in the tenth round, take a are the is the is the Bears defense available? No, they're off the board. Is Greg Zerline available? No. Oh well, you're fucked then. No, I'm not worried about kicker no, or defense. I get yeah, yeah, here with that nonsense. You're fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked. This is the, this is the first year. This is the first year, uh, base and uh, cartoon Joe, that we have not consulted you in some sort of pre-draft goat's blood. In, I was actually thinking about indulgence. That yeah, it's been it's been a whole year since the last time I've performed any sort of goat goat ritual. Gold, gold yep, a good old gold ritual. Mm-hmm. Today is the last day it for works. drafts, too. So we can't even put together a, a thing to involve you. We 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 apologize. We really do. I'm sort of Look involving at me you. My broken heart. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We're living vicariously through you guys right now, as did our listeners last week. Give me one more nickname, but you have to use one of the major. For American sports. For American sports. And do you want it to be obscure? Yes. Or... Yes. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't want... Uh, you don't want breezes. I, like, I don't want uh, some cricket player from India. Actually, I do. I do want that. But... Okay. Cricket it is. Hang on a second. Cricket, Who cricket, wants an English cricket, cricket player? Uh, yes. Yes. There, there was actually yes. a, there was actually a great interview. The uh, the play by play guy for the British Premier League was the seventh inning stretch singer at a Cubs game just recently, and he did the he did the play by play for the inning he was on television. Um, really? Talk, yeah, it was really good. Because he, he's a baseball fanatic, so he knows what he's doing. Um, but he was talking about how he would love – he wishes he wishes that cricket would take on here in the United States, but it won't because games could last eight hours and go well, all weekend. What about – yes. What about the, the new version that they've been spreading throughout the Philippines? There's new cricket? Yeah. They, it's called yeah. Uh, T20, I think, is the format. So that's is it kind of like rugby sevens? I have no idea. I don't know oh, anything for about sure. Rugby. Well, no, just the kind. Of, there's like there's like a big game of rugby, and then they made like rugby sevens, which is a, a smaller, more condensed game of rugby, and that's the form of rugby that's in the Olympics now. Mm. They made it like that's a like point. like a more digestible rugby. Gotcha. Yeah, I think that's basically rugby is meant to be a war game. It's not. It is a Rob, more digestible cricket. <laughs> Okay, I've I have found the cricket player. Um, all right, so what is the name? The the uh, nickname. The, uh, I will give you the nickname. Wait, oh, hold, on. Give... hold on, hold <laughs> on. I need your nation of origin too, please. You're giving. I will. Us... I will. I will <laughs> hold I will. on. I want to be clear. You're giving us the nickname of the player, and we're supposed I'm to tell you the... his real name. <laughs> and I want you to tell me his real name. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, what is the name of the Pakistani 
uh, I'm out. cricket player. Nope. That's known as Boom Boom Afridi. <laughs> we had to do it in reverse. You had to give the real name and ask us nope. for the nickname. Mm-mm. No, nope. I, I, we literally just prefaced Oh, this. I was drafting. I wasn't listening. You son of a bitch. My bad. His nickname is Boom Boom Afridi. Boom Boom Afridi of Pakistan. And he's from Pakistan. Also known as Lala. <laughs> Lots of nicknames. <laughs> boom boom uh, Afridi. Um Charlemagne <laughs> uh, Boogity Bondi Bond. I'm gonna go with Bashar Bashar Afridi. Yeah, that's better. I'm gonna go uh Shahad Muhammad Afridi. Mm. Out of all of those, Joe was actually the closest. His name was Shahid ah. Afridi. So Shahid Afridi goes by Boom Boom. Boom Boom. So he. Boom, boom, so now, do you think he's a he's a? I don't know. I don't know anything about cricket. He's a uh, cricketer and former captain of the Pakistani national cricket team. Now, do, do you think he pitches or he's he's Boom Boom because he hits the ball really far? Uh, it says that he. That's a good question. Me, I bet he let's, hits. Let's do some. Only because, uh, only because the second you tell me, he's become my new favorite cricket player. Uh, you know what? It, it is because oh. he has a very aggressive batting style. Boom, boom, a freedy. So that, that's yeah. he is. He's an all rounder. Oh, he's he's he's, so he's, he's good a, at both batting and bowling. He's so he's, he's a. a He's a five-tool player, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a... Uh... <laughs> Nick, are you on the clock? I am. I'm going to draft a kicker, though. I heard you. Who's available? Um, K- Kashimi, Fairbarn, Will Lutz, Robbie Gould. Uh, much everybody. Gould, Gould is consistent for Fairbarn's going to give more chances at PITs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've been drafting Matt Bryant in all my leagues, so I think I'm going to get somebody different here. So I'm going to go with the Fair Barn. Yeah, I'd be fair. I was just say I'd get I'd go Houston's kicker. Yeah, Kamichi Chan Fair Bon Bon. I think it's his like name a is National League pitcher. <laughs> if only Kamichi Chan Fair Bon Bon. We are so wildly peppering the target space this evening. We've All right, Ryan. I've got I, my draft is going to be complete in uh, about four minutes. It's fast. Well, when when you complete it, we should we should move straight on to our main event. Oh, I could do I could main event while doing this. I'm, that's the kind of guy I am. Spirit Mountain <laughs> Capital. Now I want to preface what we're doing here because I have some ground rules. Oh uh-huh. Jesus! All right. No, All right. That's Bob. no big deal. Listen, hold on. A couple weeks, three, four weeks ago, we did our beer Mount Rushmore and Crazy Horse with the guys from Wayward Raven, Asaph and Mark. Mm -hmm. And we are doing uh, Spirit Mountain today. So it's your four favorite, top of the line, your favorite spirits, and then your Crazy Horse. And we mean alcohol, not like... Your, oh, shit. your ghost of your of your step grandma or whatever else. I, I did the wrong I did the wrong list. Yeah. 
so not your that spirit was, quest, not your spirit animal, that was not your first, sidekick familiar. That was the first thing I wanted to cover was the fact that spirits as in like I walk into the liquor Distilled. store and I buy this thing. Second thing I wanted to say was I will accept liqueurs. Who will? I suppose fine. I'm accepting that's, liqueurs. That's that's, that's, that's wanker. Because are we really going to do like a liqueur mountain? No, I liqueurs are for. Who listen, is? I was really worried that Midori wouldn't make it on here, but lo and behold, listen. Maybe Joe's really into like Godiva chocolate liqueur. Okay, I, I'm, I can't wait to hear Joe defend his position on Godiva. <laughs> I'm also accepting. Look, listen, I'm also accepting different forms of schnapps. Ooh. You are a okay. Yep, I'm a free. <laughs> all races and creeds are accepted on this program. What I'm not including is any sort of malt liquor or wine cooler. Yeah, neither of those mm. are beers. Or wine. That's wine. Correct. I just wanted to make sure it was out there. I'd I'd hate for Joe to say like Katina Alamos Malbec Shiraz. Oh, I would never right. do that. A yellowtail Shiraz from ninety seven two thousand. Yeah, do you have your buzzer handy from the draft? You have that? I don't, but I should. That was fun on playback. Listening to TJ's draft implosion Tyler on playback Murray. Was, was amazing. <laughs> I agree. I loved it. I loved every bit of it. All of it. And then being there, watching his head in his hands. <laughs> as, as Just what, a row of empty Coors lights in front of him. Well, he decided that what he should do was try to make us get him jalapeno poppers and more he Coors really Light. He really wanted jalapeno poppers. But we wouldn't budge. God. So good. That was fun. So anyway, okay. that's those those are my ground rules for Spirit Mountain. Everybody okay. everybody okay with that? Yeah. I, I think I can. Yeah, that's fine. Um somebody roll some dice and find out who should go first. Uh, uh six. Six is up. So Joe. All right. Yep. All right. Boomer. Sooner. Wait, hold on. What is Joe's for this podcast episode at least? What is Joe's sports nickname? Uh the Hebrew Hammer. <laughs> Perfect. What is Excellent. This? Okay. When when it's Rob's turn, we'll discuss his. Okay, Hebrew Hammer, it's on you. All right. Um I sent you guys my list of favorite ghosts, just so you know. Perfect. I know he's only technically half ghost. <laughs> did you say Danny Phantom? I did. Yeah. Speaking of NASCAR drivers. <laughs> But you actually, oh. hold on, you actually thought we were talking about this kind of spirit? <laughs> hold on. I, the ghost of Christmas present. From the Muppet Christmas Carol. Danny Phantom, La Lorna. La Llorona. La Llorona, yeah. The Shinigami. The Shinigami. A Strigoi. A Strigoi. 
Is this a is this a bent neck lady? It's a bent neck lady from from House on Hill House. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, it's good to know. <laughs> Danny, Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh man, that is that is bold. Hey, that's good stuff. I like that. <laughs> uh, I made a real list too, though. Um, okay, so you did that one. You did so. You did that one like on the go. I yeah. I, no, I spent half an hour deliberately misinterpreting the prompt. <laughs> Just <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, and then I went and checked my messages, and someone had clarified mountain, and I went, "Fuck, you're the best," <laughs> as as one does. Uh, but I'm gonna start. Uh, I'm gonna start uh, strong with my. Uh, uh, I love a Jameson Black Barrel. Ooh. All right. Um, Want to say a few words on that? Specifically, the Black Barrel. Mm-hmm. No, I like uh, just. Um, I'm a big I'm a big fan of Jameson. It's my uh uh it goes to my George Washington spot because it's really the first uh I think it's actually the the first whiskey I ever drank that wasn't garbage. Um and uh I'm a little old and so I decided to uh instead of just going with plain old Jameson, I decided to uh up the quality a little bit for the old uh Rushmore. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. So, I good sipping whiskey, good drinking whiskey. No, nothing, nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I, I, I'm good with it. As a matter of fact. Well, who's next? That'd be Rob. Yeah, it's Rob. But but what is Rob's uh the the rancor? Ooh, yes, absolutely. Yep. Um. Okay, just because I know that can we can we use Jameson in any other fashion, or is now that Black Barrel has been used? No, you no can other Jamesons. Um, okay, no. I, I think it's your it's your it, it's your Mount Rushmore. Perfect. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and start off. It's going to be Jameson. Just nice. straight up Jameson. It's anticlimactic nice. as fuck. I know, I know it is, but that's, I mean, it was the first one on my list. It was, it will it forever was. be probably the most drank alcohol and spirit that I consume throughout the course of my life. Honestly, same. I really don't doubt, like, don't think that that's going to change. It deserves a place on my spirit of Rushmore. Spirit of Rushmore. My spirit I like of Rushmore. That. So, all right. Spirit Mountain. Spirit Mountain. So, Jameson. Period. I don't. I don't have a. I feel like, and this is one of my hesitations for doing Spirit Mountain, is that it's going to seem like everyone's taking straight chalk. But, but. Well, you. I mean, we we've had we've had the the is from Twelve Bottle Bar on this show a couple times. And their whole concept is, is that your entire your entire home bar can be distilled into twelve bottles of different alcohols, and I've tried to adapt that for I mean for my wallet. Just my wallet makes me want to only have 
the, like four or five different kinds of booze in my house, you know? Sure. So you, so you keep buying what you like. But anyway, go ahead. I, I guess I'm next probably, right? Mm-hmm. Do that. So what? Is, so what's my sports nickname? Young Jeezy. I'm also – you know what? You are you are on it. Yeah, really nailing it. The Hebrew Hammer, the Rancor, Young Jeezy. You this is this is right in my wheelhouse. This whole you, this whole thing. You don't get to pick your own, though. No, I sort of figured no. that was the case. You, well, you know the rule. You can't if you give yourself a nickname. It ain't a nickname. It's, it's, no, it's not a right. nickname, and you're a Chotsky. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Chotsky number one, Hitler, who liked to be called Air Wolf. Oh, well, that's you know great. what. Did he really? He, yeah, he yeah. said, "Call me, call me, Mister Wolf." Well, he was he was a huge fan of Jan Michael Vincent, as we all. I was, know. Yeah, I was gonna say, hold yeah. on, was he, <laughs> Why did you? You know what? You took it. It's like you reached into my mouth. <laughs> I swiped Jan Michael Vincent. <laughs> yes, you took Jan Michael Vincent right out of my mouth. This uh, February, it's time to Michael down your Vincents. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It sounds sexual. Airwolf. Hairwolf. My uh, hair hairwolf. My I I should probably just You're breathing hard into the mic. Um I'm gonna go with Jameson. (laughs) Can we double down on these? I am. Okay, that's fine. What a coon um, rant. I know. Rob, what did you have black barrel? Listen, if I if I no. if I wanted to um, I've got five different versions of Jameson <laughs> if, I, if I wanted to be dishonest, I'd be dishonest. Um Jameson is very regularly purchased and drank in my house. It is the one whiskey my wife will drink. Oh really? Um, albeit it's normally followed by a nice Stiff pickle juice, mm-hmm. but she will drink. You're going to say a stiff one. Well, yeah, well, it's, it's a family show. Um, yeah, it is. No. Yes. But no, uh, Jameson is prevalent and always available in my house. Ice cold. We take it out of the freezer. Ooh. Not sure that's um, allowed. Listen, maybe at your house it's not. But I, I like. Drunk wife is fun wife, right? Usually. Mm-hmm. I mean, sober wife is fun wife for me anyway, but drunk wife is really fun wife for me. Mm-hmm. She likes a nice cold JMO, so it goes in the fucking freezer. I'm with it. So I'm going yeah. to go with... Fair dues. Frozen Jameson. Frozen Jameson. <laughs> totally different than Rob's and Joe's. <laughs> I... Nick, what, <laughs> of all those spirits and liquors out there, what Jameson is your favorite and why? Jameson Jello shots. <laughs> Wait, mine. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, his sports nickname is Cool Woman. Oh. It is. It's also my, my private label, Scent. Uh, <laughs> Excellent. Well, he's, he's a long, cool woman in a black dress. As tempted as I am to play this Jameson game, and I do enjoy Jameson. I have several bottles of varying uh, label in my house. Cask at, at the moment. I have some of that. Sure. Um, but I'm not going to because we're a show that 
tries to diversify. <laughs> so first up, and these are in no particular. Are we doing a particular order? Is that no, this is, this is I, I was no not. particular order. Okay. Well, my my Teddy Roosevelt then is uh, it's on my shelf right now. It's likely on. It's likely in Ryan's house somewhere. Mm-hmm. And there's a fifty-fifty. It's in Joe's. Ooh, wow! Uh, but it has a place in, I think, any uh, any hearts. any modern man's liquor cabinet. Uh, it's great for hosting. It's great for. Notice that I got a zero percent chance. No, there's no way you have it, Rob. <laughs> there's no- it's it's Tito's. It's Tito's vodka. Oh, I love Tito's. I, do you I, have I, any I, on your premises? Yes. yes, I do not. I I take it back. I do. I apologize. I, do. I knew you did. I, I assumed uh, gluten free. Uh, it's gluten free. Mm-hmm. It's made in America. It is. Yep. Uh, I'd put it up there it's with a, any of the um, staple at every music. Any festival. of the name high end vodkas, Listen, you but could, at a fair you could, price. You could live the Ciroc lifestyle. You could, but why bother? You know, but why bother? Uh, Tito's is a it's a it's a smooth quality vodka. It's as I said, I think it's a staple in the liquor cabinet for mixing cocktails. Um, May I you can ask? Take it, how, if you want to. How do you how do you drink your Tito's normally? In our house, uh, we we do a absolute ton of Moscow Mules, and then I like a nice like uh, um, yeah vodka and, and tonic. Uh, so you, vodka so you'll, and you'll do uh, you'll do like a Tito's and ginger beer with a lime in a copper cup. Correct, a ton of it. That's our that's our like warm weather staple when we're hosting. I have I think eight or ten. Copper cups. I like a lot. I like a Irish meal too, so I do plenty of those. I really um, don't. I try to. Dr- I drink a lot of my Tito's in the warmer months. I've never thought of uh, Tito's as a winter month drink, but maybe you've changed my mind. I meant to say. Would I, did I say winter? I thought I said summer. I thought you said warmer. I thought you said warmer weather. Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe, maybe you did. I'm weather. sorry. Yeah. So I like summer long. I've drank uh, this summer, especially. I drank a lot of uh, Tito's and soda with a twist. Okay. Um, also, Tito's and grapefruit juice uh, and soda with a twist is really good. Yeah, I, I love Tito's. Uh, it's odd. I love. I really. I mean, I guess we. I like Tito's a lot. I. Uh, I'm, it's not on my Rushmore, so I'm glad you included it. There you go. I'm pretty sure. No, my my whole Rushmore is whiskeys. Three out of five of mine. Well, back well back to Joe. I uh, I'm the, gonna... this is the Lincoln spot, I believe. Oh, the Lincoln spot. All right. Yeah. Um. No particular order. Yeah. No, I know. Um. Sorry, I just you you put me on the spot with Lincoln, and now I gotta now I really gotta think about it. Lincoln spot. Is uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Litchfield Distillery double barreled. I got some Litchfield, I like Litchfield stuff. You do, yeah, it's really good. You can, uh, I don't know if you can get in Indiana, you can get it in Illinois now. Oh, really? I don't think I've ever ever had it. Yeah, well, it it was uh, it was a distillery uh, when I was in Frog Hamper, um, it was a local distillery, and you could only get it, um, in Connecticut, New York, and 
Um, now it's it's been three years and they've branched out a little bit and you can find it online and they'll deliver it to your house here in really? Illinois. Mm-hmm. Huh. And, they're, it's, and it's, it's distilled where? Uh, in Litchfield County, Connecticut. Okay. It's real good. More you know. And the uh, all uh, we we did a tasting at their at their distillery. Everything they had was really good. Um, I really like the double barreled. Um, they age it once, um, just in a regular oak cask bourbon barrel, and then they they age it again in like a, I think a port cask for like uh when i first tried it it was eight years it's now they've got they're offering their 10 year is online um so it's it's the same thing it's just it been in the barrel longer so very good stuff i beautiful Rob, uh, what other rancor rancor you have? oh sorry yeah rancor Let's see here. Uh, High West Double Rye Whiskey. Mm. It's hairy. Yeah, it's a it's a very very. If you want to just sit down and pretend that you're a cowboy at night, uh, well, who doesn't that? Right now, is this the one that this isn't the one that comes with like the tin cup for a lid, right? No, uh, this, I mean, it, it looks like something you'd see out of, um, like Deadwood or something like that, like black bottle, corked top, uh, old, like dingy, like slapped on the side label. Uh, it's, it's fantastic whiskey though. Um, I don't, I don't mind rye whiskeys. I normally don't go out of my way for them, but man, I, I really like high Wests, uh, high West double rye. Can we can we talk for a second about um, Chevy Chase and Steve Martin singing Little Martin Short to Sleep in Three Amigos? <laughs> we can and we boom, should. Boom 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 boom. <laughs> Blue shadows on the wall. Little cowboy, close your eyes. <laughs> Jesus, that is such an acid trip of me. All of the doggies are in the corral. All <laughs> 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 when you said when you were drinking like a cowboy, the first thing I thought of was them. Fucking <laughs> 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 and three amigos. That's a, legitimately the first thing I thought of. Wow. That's funny. So fucking, I'm sorry, my fault. No, Perfect. that's at least the third Three Amigos reference this year on this program. <laughs> it's not enough. No, it's really not. I would Everybody. love, listen, I would love for either later this season, if we can, or next season, if the four of us could get together, I'll throw Three Amigos on the screen and do a commentary for Three Amigos. Uh, in. Perfect. Because uh, you know I'm in. I think it's, and then. If maybe that same day we watch Three Amigos and then just roll that right into Spies Like Us and just... Just a whole, like, Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd let's, homage let's, day. Let's do it, for fuck's sake. And we'll we'll just... We'll make the... Uh, we'll make the... We'll make them available to listeners and... I I think it'd be great. I would love we'll, to... We'll have some jalapeno poppers and some Jameson. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll have lots of both. Is it my turn? 
Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. It, it is indeed. Uh, is this Teddy? Ro- this is Abe Lincoln. Um, Boomstabber. This is a. That would be my Roosevelt, by the way, in case I needed to clarify. This is a this is a liquor that not only looks good on the shelf and looks good in a bottle, but it's it's one of those non pretentious liquors that you can own and people think it's pretentious. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like sure. because the the bottle makes it look like you spent a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, it is my most consumed. Alcohol. It's my probably my second most consumed alcohol in the house. No, I would say it's probably the most consumed alcohol in my home. Um, it is uh, Coors Light. No, well, that's on. Yes, just kidding. Spirit Mountain. Yep. Um, it is uh, the Bombay Sapphire. Oh, that's yeah. right. You are a big Sapphire guy. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's not my favorite gin. So that no, you're you're more of a Hendrix guy, aren't you? I'm a Hendrix guy. Yes, absolutely. But it is my wife's favorite gin, which de facto makes it my favorite gin. Sure. Um, <laughs> and how do you like to consume your sapphire uh, in your household? I, I obviously. Like, I, <laughs> yes, lots. No, um, <laughs> cold, cold on ice tonic, a, a classic twist. Uh, with a lime, we call it a gin and tomer around yeah. here. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's it's uh, a lot of people in my family like the tangare, and I'm not knocking tangare. I drink a tangare and tonic. I think I have day. both right now in my cabinet. I like a tangare rang pour if we're going to go into tangare, but neither one of those are on my uh, Mount Rushmore. But Bombay Sapphire is. Um, my wife is weird in that she like uh, she doesn't really like vodka. Loves gin, which a lot of people I think are the other way around. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. backwards. Um, but she loves a good gin and tomer, and Bombay Sapphire is her drink. And uh, so, yeah, Bombay Sapphire is is my number two on my Mount Rushmore. All right. Well, I think that goes to me then. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this would be the Lincoln slot. This is hard. Um, okay, well, we'll just do this. So, uh, again, this is uh, this isn't the greatest of of spirits, but it is handy. It is in my liquor cabinet at the moment. It's in Ryan's. It's probably in Rob's, not in Joe's. It is again. Uh, it's something I like. It's not what I reach for when I'm pouring myself uh, two fingers neat, which is usually how I consume dark alcohol. Sure. Um, but, you know, when you're hosting and you want to mix something with a little Coca-Cola, but you're not – you don't dislike them enough to make it Jack Daniels. And Jim Beam, so, baby. No, not the Beam. Mm-hmm. Because I could have gone with that, but this, it's just a little smoother. It's just a little classier. And by God, if you can both be a a tasty spirit and you can double as a 
loincloth slash ball bag oh, for your Uncle Todd when you're, when you're having a fantasy draft. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's kind of what a what a alcohol really should be. It's supposed to be that, yes. Yeah. Yes. Give me the crown royal and the bag. Crown royal, baby, and the purple bag. Nice. Listen, when Todd classic Todd showed up to that bachelor party wearing nothing, literally nothing but a crown royal bag. I'd ever met him before that. That's a great way to start. You have to, yeah. It really, really. He walked up to you and said, "Hi, I'm Todd." (laughs) (laughs) And a friendship was born. I've put my cock and balls inside this bag, and and tied it around my waist. And um, <laughs> hello, I'm Todd. And then proceeded to play shuffleboard where every push of the shuffle the, of the puck was a deep lunge. Yeah. <laughs> so like, if you, like, like, do you want to see my asshole? <laughs> oh, every, every fucking push. It was great. He's a stud. He's a stud. And Nick, that choice is great. I was hoping someone would include Crying Royal. It's not on mine. It wanted to be on mine. It actually um, lobbied to be on my list. And it should have been. I actually haven't bought it in a very long time. Probably two years. Wow. Really? That's why I didn't. Yeah. I used to always have a big bottle of Crown. Yeah, I thought Um, you you still would or did, but that's okay. I I don't. um, I don't. And that... If you saw my enthusiasm with when I said Jim Beam earlier, that I I switched it to the even cheaper Jim Beam, so that's on me. But I, that's a great choice. Great choice. Thank man. you. And back to Joseph. Back to the Hebrew Hammer. What uh, what spot are we on this round? I think yes. this is Taft. Taft. Cooper. Fenimore Cooper. Is Taft on? <laughs> Not yes. not today. Wait, we should do like an like we should probably do like an absurd Rushmore where it's like Taft, <laughs> it's like Taft, Pierce, Taylor, Polk. and Coolidge, Polk. <laughs> yeah, Taft, That's perfect. Taft, Taylor, Polk, and Coolidge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Polk's my and and not favorite. crazy and not crazy horse, but Geronimo. I I weird sidebar. I actually I I think a buddy cop movie. With William Howard Taft and James K. Polk. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd be into it. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I think it's just because Taft coming is so soon big and to, Polk is so small. Coming soon to Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, probably. Yeah, or your, or your least favorite streaming. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pick Roosevelt. This is my Roosevelt spot because uh, it's, it's the one – uh, uh on it because he he was friends with the artist so much like that this this is on my list because it's friends and probably no one else uh my favorite liquor malort god you're a freak get the fuck out of here listen I knew Malort was going to be on We either. all knew, but Jesus. <laughs> it was either going to be on yours or mine. Right. And if there was one thing that would make me go to Ice and Fire Con next year, 
It There's would be, a thing. Well, the only thing would be to drink Malort with our with Lord Stevie Cantu, mm-hmm. our our the the Lord of Dogtown, the Lord of Chicago. If I like to drink Malort with people who drink Malort ironically, mm-hmm. and he's one of them. Uh, yeah. Like, what other like, ways it, are like, there? No, well, no one, no one seriously. So it's either it's either uh, you either drink Malort with Joe, um, Steve Cantu, or Matt Dingledine. There's no. How many of those are real people? All three. All three. You don't drink Malort with anybody else, and for good reason. (laughs) Fucking beautiful. Absolutely. (laughs) You only drink it like peer pressured. Like, come on. You gotta try it once. Everyone's gotta try it once. Or maybe you're truly trying to get rid of a gypsy spirit. Right. Well, yeah. (laughs) Sometimes you gotta purge yourself of a curse. Or you know that tonight's the night I fight my own. Right. (laughs) And you don't have other medicinal stuff around. So good for you, Joe, for putting the Lord. Good for you. Proud of you. Someone had to. Thank you. Thank All you. right. Yep. So, well like, so hey, I don't know if anybody had to. Hey, so, so Joe, quick recap on your three. You've got uh, Jameson Double Barrel, Malort, and Jameson Black Barrel, Malort, and Litchfield Distillery Double Barrel. Okay. Double Barrel, Double Barrel, Double Barrel. Okay. Great. Yeah. Like a wow. uh, slot machine. Rancor, what you got, buddy? Uh, for my third one here. The Knot yeah. Irish whiskey. Good. That's Irish good. That's club. good stuff. The Knot is possibly one of my favorite whiskeys. What's period. What's better, the actual whiskey itself or the pledge they make you take before you drink it? Oh, it's the solemn oath that you take every time that you crack that bottle. Is there a it's, Is there a chance you could look it up and read it for us right now? Oh God. Uh, let me see if I can. I bet. Uh, I bet you can. I bet you I can too. Let's hope that I can do it. Okay. By cracking the seal of the knots, you accept that drinking is never to be taken lightly, and promise to act in a responsible fashion, not like some blithering idiot. You promise to drink the knot straight up in a proper shot glass rather than mixing it in some sort of novelty, tiny umbrella, fruit fiasco. Fruit fiasco. That's excellent. mm -hmm. And finally, you vow that you will never drink to anything that you are not prepared to go through with. If, in any way, you are not willing to abide by these conditions, by all means, please refrain from opening this bottle. Beautiful. Nailed it. Yeah, it's, it's a great. I mean, it covers all the bases. Absolutely. It's and and it's a fucking terrific honey whiskey to boot. So it is damn good. Not. It is damn good. Ryan. Um, it was my first um parlay into bourbon. I had it uh, at uh, at the end of the Jim Beam Distillery tour. Gosh, 
six, seven years ago and fell in love with it. And it was, uh, it's, it's, I've spent a lot of money on it, but it's so good. And it's, it's, if you, if people drink bourbon or have drank a bourbon and say like, Ooh, that's harsh. I don't like it. It burns or it's, it's not good. Then they've never, they've never had basil Hayden's Mm. because Mm -hmm. basil Hayden's is so fucking smooth and so fucking crisp and like clean and clean and you can have it so good you can have it neat you could have it um killer old fashioned it makes a great old fashioned if you're looking for a long night you want to do like um basil Hayden's on the rocks with a twist a little bit of lemon um Fuck man, you could the, the you could end up spending forty dollars forty dollars on a bottle and then waking up in the morning and and realizing you drank the whole bottle. That's how good this bourbon is. Mm-hmm. Um, Basil Hayden's. That's that is on my Mount Rushmore. Um, and it that's a good one. That's a good Basil, choice. With Basil Hayden's, with Bombay and Jameson out of the way, it makes these next two picks really. I uh I thought for sure you were going for uh bison outline. No, nope. And you were describing that. I I was I wasn't <laughs> bison outline. Mm-hmm. Nicholas. Uh, uh well all right. I, I'm gonna double triple down here since we're on bourbons. Uh Basil Hayden's is uh, is a champ. I knew that you were going to have it on your list, so I figured we'll diversify just a, a bit. Um, for no other reason than it's my most consumed uh, over the last three years. And I've, I think I'm going to stick with it. Not because it's the best out there, but because for... Uh, the value, the total value prop for the quality, and again, I'm a I made two fingers neat, sometimes three fingers and an ice cube, depending on the weather. Uh, for my money, well spent, it's on a bottle of Buffalo Trace. Oh, nice. So that's just uh, – can't go much deeper into that. I can't say it's the you know that much better than, than a, a – similar thing like I, if you no, gave me that, I that mean, or basil could, hayden's I'd, I'd be happy with either one but listen it's just, bourbon, it's just where i'm at bourbon's a weird deal man where you could take like um you could put like four or five together in a cluster and be like yeah they're all the fucking best i've ever had mm-hmm. you know uh yep. buffalo buffalo trace is a phenomenal bourbon so i mean that's i can't fault you in any way Nope. If you would have said if, if you would have said Templeton Rye, I'd have said, "Oh yeah, that's, that's my guy. He knows what I'm talking about." I do about. like a good, I do a good Templeton. A little bullet for you Ooh. on occasion. Mm-hmm. You know, though, I've soured on bullet. You know why? No, because it's fake. It's fake. Yeah. Um, How fake? It is a real recipe. It's so it, it, fake. No, no, the recipe itself it's is fake. a real pre-prohibition recipe. But all of the nostalgia they put on the bottle and all the marketing and all the shit they pump at you 
is mm-hmm. um, that's Diageo's marketing team. None of it's real. Elaborate ruse. It's oh, an elaborate crappy. ruse. Yeah, and it. But they knew that to sell bourbon to the American male, it had to have some like fucking Tom Hardy's a fucking booze running moonshine guy feel to, it, or no one would buy it. So they came up with that fucking exact plan. I thought it just tasted good, but well, it does taste good. It does it, taste it, good, and it is a real recipe. So yeah, I mean, I like it. It's just not my favorite because I know the secrets. Um, now it's off my list. There you go, Joe. What is your fourth and <laughs> fine spirit? Mouth? All right. So I've had I've had uh, the one that started my passion for for spirits, Jameson. I've had uh, the the one that uh, uh, kept my passion going in Connecticut, uh, Litchfield Distillery's uh, bourbon. I've had the one that's just a friend of the artist, Malort. And now I've got the one that expanded my horizons. Uh, Rob and I have a friend. His name is Matthew uh, Carter. Uh, he went to Russia for a long time, and when he came back, he brought with him a bottle of Russian vodka, which was fucking that's tremendous. Good. It was so goddamn good, but it's the best vodka I've ever had, and I've never been able to – it's it's like having corn mush in Rensselaer. I've never been able to scratch the itch again. Hey, that was good corn mush. Yeah, it was real good. It was real fucking good, wasn't it? Yeah, and I've never been back. Uh, I did some Googling today. I am about 85 to 95% positive that the brand that he brought back was Five Lakes Vodka. And that is my, that's my, uh, my Jefferson. Five Lakes. Five Lakes Mystery vodka. named vodka from Russia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, good for pretty, you. Pretty sure it's five five lakes. You can get it. Uh, I was doing some research. You can actually find it at like Costco for under twenty dollars. Then that's not it. No, it uh, it's brewed in Siberia or brewed distilled in Siberia. And one of the ways that you can tell a quality vodka, uh, so like Grey Goose, very expensive, um, tastes really good, really smooth, and and you rub it together, you can feel the sugar they've added. Uh, it makes your hands a little sticky um, to make it feel like it's a higher quality vodka than it actually is. With Five really? Lakes, you you pour a little on your hands, you rub them together. They come; they're not sticky. It's it's a clean vodka. Hmm. That mm-hmm. is interesting. Now I have to test all my vodkas. Yep. So I think it's Five Lakes. I could be wrong, but I I'm I'm pretty positive. I'll love it. So, bottle looks like what I remember it looking like. So, anyway. So beautiful. Yeah. All right. All right. Roberto. Uh, so, mine is uh, kind of going back and building on the Jameson thing once again. Oh, boy. Uh I've uh, I've got a lot of fond memories with uh, Jerry O'Brien here mm-hmm. in oh. Lafayette, West Lafayette. Absolutely, guys, guy order insane as far as I'm concerned. I, you know what? He's uh, he's he is canonized. Let's call him yes. Saint Jerry from Saint here Jerry. on out. <laughs> yes, 
patron saint of you drugs. You know what? And let's uh, and let's <laughs> let's put something together where we can actually deliver him like a plaque or something that says that on our podcast we canonized him as our first official saint. Ooh, I, absolutely, I'm into that. Stand down. I stand He's by the it. it's patron saint of Irish and fake Irish alike. <laughs> Praise be Saint Jerry. God, I've had some good times with him. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I remember, and this this story wow. builds up into mm-hmm. the uh, the the drink of my choice here. Um, there was one day where I happened to wake up and roll out of bed um, relatively early on a Saturday morning, uh, probably early, I guess, being like 11 o'clock. Right. I was hurting and hungover from the night before and decided that I was going to wander down the hill to Nine Irish. And uh, whenever I got down there and ordered my breakfast, Jerry was sitting at the bar. So I pulled up and popped the squat next to him and we start shooting the shit. And so we're sitting there talking and I'm eating and the bar is basically dead at this point. So he looks around, bartender walks away and he's like, all right, so we're going to drink some good whiskey. I was like, all right, well, I like whiskey and I'll drink good whiskey. Perfect. This is great. So he goes around, goes to behind the bar, and he gets me a bottle of Jameson 18. Oh, that's some good stuff. That is some fantastic stuff. So I'm sitting there, probably 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock in the morning with Jerry O'Brien eating my breakfast. And over the course of the next hour, hour and a half, we polish off a complete <laughs> Listen, Jameson. Nick, that's, I that's, that's a lot. Listen, no, it is it is a lot. It's an extraordinary amount. But let me tell you something about about Jerry O'Brien. He is a sixty plus year old man, and and he will drink and party like he's twenty five. It's mm-hmm. inspirational. And wow. I've I've seen his wife send him home. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. And he owns the bar. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> owns three now. Yeah. And his wife <laughs> said, Jerry, go home. <laughs> and I remember him as he's walking out, he looked at me and he gave me like a two fingers to the brow. Salute, <laughs> and then and hit the bricks, and then hit the bricks, and like the next weekend, I remember seeing him saying, "Like, oh man, we were fucked up, weren't we?" <laughs> he's real Irish. He's, he's the fucking yeah, man. He's, he's yep, Saint Jerry. So yep, Jameson eighteen. Nice. That rounds out my Rushmore. No, that's that's that sounds good. I can get behind that. So this is my is this this is my fourth entry. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would be remiss if this was not on my list. I kept it for last for a reason. Um, we've all had it. Some of us have had it more than others. Um. 
uh, earlier this year, I actually had a probably my last snort of the real stuff. Mm. Um, it's my grandpa. It's my grandpa Sneddon Anisette. Uh, that he used to make. Um, it, he made his last batch the year he died. And uh, it's still around. It still exists. There is still some left to drink if you wanted to have some. But um, I, I have some. Man, I remember. I, I have some too. And I remember him making booze. And us meeting on the sidewalk with all the Italian fucking guys. And Mm -hmm. I remember spinning the cap off the top of a bottle of Anisette and saying, we don't need it anymore because we're going to drink this whole fucking bottle. And, man, it is just ever clear and sugar and water and stuff. But, God damn it, if it's not, if it's not, if it's not on my spirit mountain, then I'm a fucking fool because I will drink Anisette. Every day, any day, it's a great uh, after dinner drink. It's a great cordial. It's tremendous in coffee. It's great in coffee. Yes, and mm-hmm. and when you make a big bottle of it, like a show bottle of it, your fucking in laws when you're first married, and mm-hmm. you, and you tell them, hey, don't drink it. Like have a knocker of it a night or what um and then you find out that your father-in-law and his buddies decided to just just down the whole bottle down at the tool shed <laughs> and then you you watch your father-in-law crawl to the house <laughs> <laughs> listen it's hard not to think that's a really good booze so my last entry onto my spirit mountain is grandpa steddon's anisette schnapps nice well, I had a feeling. Yeah, I was going to make it. It's on my notes here, so I'm going to go ahead and I'll, I'll move it off my notes because when we said Spirit Mountain, I, well, I thought the same I thing. Well, I know, but I, I purposely said I'd include schnapps. And no, I, 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 I don't even think of that as schnapps because most schnapps aren't 100 proof. That's uh, true. That's but, true. Um, and I prefer the peppermint to the anisette. That's just my taste. That's You know uh, what, though? Same build. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So the construct is the same. Um as as I have been I've had the privilege and pleasure of, of both making a batch per the uh the Colonel's original recipe. Uh all the herbs and, and spices. So and and the the unoriginal recipe which led to our mutual friend the Juke dislocating his thumb bone. Yeah, he ch- <laughs> chicken boned himself on New and, Year's uh on, 2000 and me, something. And me actually putting the bone of his thumb inside my mouth. Gross. I thought it was gum. It wasn't. No. <laughs> no. And when I bit onto his thumb, uh, and onto his thumb bone, ah, and then took it out of my mouth, and I looked at him and said, that's, that's no moon. You have to be a certain The booze has to be a certain level of potency When you don't feel your thumb Bending the wrong three ways 
He did not. <laughs> I will remember that day forever. <laughs> but in Go lieu ahead. of uh, yeah, in lieu of me moving that out of the, out of the place since it's acquired, uh, I'm going to go with again. This is not this is not number one. This is just one of four. Uh, in my family, my culture, uh, we do a lot of uh, I have of uh, some Panamanian and a lot of Hispanic uh, in my family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There went Discord. Yeah, um, we are known. We are known to, to make some margaritas Ooh. and Ooh. and to, to get after. There's a tequila in there, brother. We're also known to just uh, pour it straight up and and toast to the uh, the forefathers and just take them down. Amen. Uh, that's the first actual alcohol that I consumed in quantity uh, was tequila with to some positive outcomes and some not so positive. But no Mount Rushmore mine would be fitting without a high-end tequila on it. And even though I've drank all the way down to, you know, three roses and other such uh, embarrassments to tequila, a little Don Julio... Some folks go silver. I won't talk you off the ledge, but if I'm spending my money, I'll go with the Don Julio Reposado. God bless you. In, God, in a, you're a fucking good man. Uh, thank you. In a Margot, straight up, um, it's worth every penny. And Reposado is that's that is the ticket. It's good, and it's <laughs> it's just it's good. And I need to restock it in my liquor cabinet. And uh, good for if you, you ever Dave. come to my house, I'll make you a Margo or we'll shoot tequila and Tremendous. Tell, some, tell some lies. So Good for Perfect. you. Let's drink tequila and tell lies. I actually want to do that right now, actually. Let's have it. Right that ha- fucking shirt down. Hey, let's have a Geek Cast live <laughs> outing at the Cordero. I, I love would it. love to. Uh, yeah. What's, what's your favorite it. season to be um, in almost Wisconsin? Earth time. All of them. Mm. It's a standing invitation, as you know. But yes, okay. let's do that. We can. Uh, we'll drink Bastion Masa tequila. Um, we'll can we bring all the kids? Oh yeah, we'll we'll get the ponies out and we'll, we'll do pony rides and oh, let's kids can ride the horses and God damn it! And, okay. uh, yeah, like rape it. the horses and ride off on the women. Right, rape the horses and ride off on the. <laughs> As, as one, as one does. El Guapo. Uh, so reverse order of Comanche Mountain. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to go with, I had a couple things on here, but in the, in the spirit of, uh, of all things that we're doing, because it is Spirit Mountain, right? Even if it's it Crazy Horse, spirit, he's still um, part of the Spirit Quest. He is, he, well, yes, of course. Okay, so... We like to keep things diverse, right? Yeah. Yes. We like to keep things. We like to keep things ethnic, right? Sure. Sure. We like to keep things that four four white guys, (laughs) right? (laughs) Most of whom are Scots Irish with background. (laughs) There's a little Welsh. And (laughs) we like to to have. We like our drinks to tell a story. Yes. We we like to, and we like to tell our story while we drink. And we, we, we do, and, and we love toast. 
We oh we do. Yes. And and if I was gonna have a toast to a crazy horse and I had a drink, I I think I would scream the toast of I think I'd scream Frog Morton is what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> and it, when I'm screaming Frog Morton, that means that I'm drinking a a little brumboo. Brumboo. Nice. I don't think it's real. It's not. I don't care. I think it's just uh, like a one-month oak cask Sailor Jerry's. Sailor Jerry's. But God damn it, if, it, if there aren't stories to be told and laughs to be had, if you mention the pocket mini keg of Brumboo. So good. Hey, circa 2008, maybe. God bless you. It, was, it, was one, it was one of like three times, or probably four or five times I think I've ever seen you actually drunk. It was that was your brother Jake's fault. I know it was, but his goal was to bribe a first mate for a fucking ship. I mean, he got it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's a fucking fun story for another time. But uh, in the, I'm I'm going Brumbu Crazy Horse for the nice. fuck of it. So nice. that's a good one. So let's let's stick with. Um, Shit that just is weird. I was uh, I, I woke up one day at a family gathering and my it was it was and it was early. It was like seven six thirty in the morning. And it was my dad was awake, my grandpa was awake, I had a couple of uncles awake, and it was me and my grandma Elliot. She wasn't she wasn't dead, of course. Right. I know it's a spirit mountain, but she was alive at the time. And she's cooking breakfast, waiting for people to wake up. And we're at a festivus. And Nick, you might have been at this festivus. I'm not sure. <coughs> and I, uh, I decided that it, at that moment, I wanted a seven and seven. As one does. So I yeah. made, so I made one. And my grandpa proceeded to call me an alcoholic. I he said so as he drank a seven and seven (laughs) hypocrisy that name is bill so my my crazy horse (laughs) is the the spirit that makes the classic seven and seven is a seagram's seven Canadian whiskey. It is a it's a cheap whiskey. It's one you definitely should keep in a freezer. If you're not keeping it in a freezer, you should. Agreed. My my crazy horse, Seagram Seven. We've all had it. And 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 I still I to this day, I, I is there a better drink to order at a wedding? Uh, only the gin and tom. Only a gin and tomer. Well, a gin and tomer, sure, but I mean, yeah, okay. Right. It's, I mean, it's it's uh, it's the um. Well, we've got Pepsi. I I guess I'll, I guess I'll have a seven and seven. Gross. <laughs> Can you make me a whiskey could I, sour? Could I get a Jameson and ginger ale? Mm-hmm. We don't have for the Jameson. love of God. What do you got? Seagram seven. Seven and seven, please. Seven and seven, exactly. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a Korea man's drink. You know, it's a, 
<laughs> Can I get a lemon and a lime twist? <laughs> I'll take it. I'll cover up the taste of this whiskey. I want right. a seven and seven. I want a lemon lime. I want a grapefruit. I want an orange. A blood orange. <laughs> I'll take a seven and seven, and then just pour a whole bunch of Jameson and uh, ginger ale on top of it. I, I want like a, I want a of every citrus fruit you've got. I want a key lime. I want a blood orange. I want an orange. I want a navel orange. I want a nectarine. <laughs> Uh, uh, twisted lime, hey. lemon, yeah, cranberry juice, one whole banana, and then, and then muddle a banana in there, will ya? And then and then dump it, and then dump it all in the sink and make me a gin and tonic. And exactly, and dip it in beef juice. Seventeen mint. <laughs> oh, and then dip it in beef juice. Dip God beef damn it, right? Uh, dip it in beef juice. Perfect. <laughs> Rob, what do you got? What's your crazy horse? Absinthe ordinary. Nice. No. Nice. Right. There it is. Absinthe. Yes. Hot. That's what'll happen when you guys come up here. I fucking love weird, absinthe. Weird fucking stories. When you guys come up here, no, I'm no, taking the on. absinthe have you, have, bar. Have you had like real absinthe? Or yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I actually had to go pick up my grandfather once uh, from JFK because he was detained on his way back into the States because he decided he was going to try and bring a bunch of absinthe with him back in. Did you guys have to drink it before you left the airport? Well, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Well, it turns out that it wasn't so much a problem him loading it up, loading a duffel bag up with a couple of bottles over in Ireland land, but coming back through customs over here, it was very much a problem. Yep. Uh, Yeah, so I had to drive from... Lafayette, Indiana, all the way out to New York to get him. And that was a fun weekend. Wow. Well, it's, still, it's still illegal here, yeah? Uh, no, I, I it's believe It's recently that, become uh, legal. Yeah, I believe the restrictions have been lifted. Yes, the there's, an, there's the ago. absinthe bar in my town that we can go to and, and drink to our heart's delight. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would love to. But yes, I have dabbled with uh, the wormwood. Danced with uh, the green fairy. Danced with the green fairy, as it were. Absinthe ordinary is uh, by far one of my more favorites. So, oh. uh, yeah, best drunk I've ever had. There's nothing like a drunk where your body's drunk, but your mind is clear. It's amazing. It's okay, uh, okay, Hemingway. It's fucking. <laughs> it's, it's the uh, it's the sleep paralysis of drinks. <laughs> yes. Fucking demon in the corner jerking off. You can, you can put a little cobra venom under your tongue and get the same thing, I guess. Let's just let's all have a great time. Yeah. Damn right. <laughs> hey, Bring so us home, I, Joe. I, I didn't know what I was gonna call, but demon in the corner, comma, jerking off. <laughs> right up there. Yep. <laughs> it's gonna it's, it's it's gonna be just as good as last week's Cunnilingus Grissom. <laughs> hey, but uh, let, me ask, let me let me ask you a question. Um, do you want all of us to go to your place? Uh, me bringing three children. To go with your, like, what do you got, six? Yeah, I, that, I, that I know of. Okay. I got to do a head count. And then, I mean, do you want to have to have, you know, do you, like, I mean, you got kids old enough, we don't need sitters. 
Uh, no, we can as long as we do it in a in a like good climate time. Uh, winter is a little little scary, bleak. But no, when it's sure. good weather, I can host I can host a, a small army here. Well, what I'm wondering is is that if we're going to go to the absinthe bar, I plan on you know watching a demon jerk off in the corner. So oh, that's one on. Yeah, if not, we'll order one. Uh, yeah, we'll. we'll... <laughs> it's, it's Chicago land, baby. What do you want? <laughs> yes, we will have the uh, the oldest kid take care of the middle older kids. The middle older kids take care of the little older kids. The little older kids Perfect. take care of the baby. And we all go out. Well, Avi's the youngest. Just give her a blankie. She'll go to bed. So we're good. Okay. Well, so we'll bring the kids. Got yeah, it. of course. All right. Done. Joe? Beautiful. Joe, we all know what your crazy horse is going to be. So just spit it out so we can go He's to bed. He's already said Malort. <laughs> No, yeah, but we actually have we actually have no idea what the he's he's crazied out already. Is he? Did he go to bed? He might have. Well, I, we, I'm all, we all I'm we all mute. know it's slow gin, so yeah, not to spoil the the party. So, so you know we're a slow screw. I'm not my father. Ah, <sighs> sorry. Uh, no, I uh, I've known Rob for many. years now and and uh as as he approached the end of high school we celebrated uh six or seven 21st birthdays together rob oh yeah and uh all of them good all of them both memorable and forgettable (laughs) in a chemical sense yes uh my favorite one though was probably his actual 21st birthday uh because we, I think, got some kind of Indian czar shit faced with us. What? Oh, <laughs> we did. <laughs> and he took us. He took us to Brothers on campus. Uh, and I'm glad that you said this because I it nearly missed my mountain. <laughs> and he bought. He bought uh, all ten. There were. I think there were ten of us in our group. Uh-huh. He bought us all two rounds of the best Scotch whiskey I've ever had. Johnny Walker Blue. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, cleared out like cleared the entire bottle at a bar for us. <laughs> Fucking incredible. That's not really a cheap good. bottle either. No, no that's not. not a cheap bottle. Johnny Blue, <laughs> it's a cheap Johnny, bottle, not at a bar. Johnny Blue is good though. It was. It's, it was great. That was a. That was a <laughs> incredible evening. It was really good. My favorite part was when we left the uh, the last bar we went to. Well, first of all, the last bar we went to was, I think, the Egyptian, and he just bought whatever the top shelf vodka was, the whole bottle. Mm-hmm. And we yep. drank that and smoked hookah, and then he said, wait, what time is it? And we said, it's 3 a.m. And he said, I've got a business meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Paid for the table and left. left. And what a ball. Paid, for, paid for everything. Like, paid for everything. No who was at the table? Who had what? Well, and, just, uh, and we were <laughs> making extra dollars. It was wild. Yeah. And I remember that entire day, Ryan telling me, hey, so just so you know, you have to work tomorrow morning. <laughs> uh, was, that, was that then? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. The entire day. Rob, you're gonna have to work tomorrow morning, just so you know. And you kept saying you and, you, and you kept saying, Yeah, morning. yeah, I know. And I was like, Yeah, right. That was before like, he met the shaman. 
Well, Things got wild. No, no, this no. Friend. They were long <laughs> friends. Yeah, we were we were great friends up until that point. <laughs> I kept telling him, like, dude. Yeah. I know you're turning 21. But we have, you have, in the morning. <laughs> Fucking funny. Yeah. Guess who still showed up to work? Yeah. <laughs> Hammered and smelling of a brewery. Yeah. The, the shaman at his business meeting. The you were shaman, you were dead yeah. in an alley. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, the story. The stories we have yet to tell on this show are Incredible. legion. Yes. Are yes. <laughs> legion. Drown a herd of pigs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, drown th- them at least, or drown? Yeah. No, Both. Brown them. either way. It, it, it would join at least 30 to 50 feral hogs. <laughs> <laughs> In three to five minutes. In three to five minutes. Yeah. Keep it loose. <laughs> Well, I don't want to pull. I don't want to pull the rug out from under you guys. No, but, but what are you uh, geeking on this week, Nick? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm I'm geeking on whiskey and uh, fantasy football, which is what I was geeking on last week. But that's all I've been doing is geekery and pre-geekery. So I'm just going to lob Good. that out there. That's my geek for the week. Beautiful. And nice. if anybody else has a geek for the week, spit it out now because um, I'm about to turn I, to a pumpkin. I'll, I'll go next. Sleep. Please do. <laughs> So I've been spending a lot of my time on this website on called mycast.io. Mm. And it is the ultimate destination for fan casting. Oh lord. Okay. And they have fucking everything. You want to cast the MCU if it was the 1960s? Go ahead. You want to cast um the saga? like graphic novel mm-hmm. it's on there and they have when you go to like let, let's say you typed in mcu's 1960s let's say and they had burt reynolds as uh, tony stark nice you can so. you can click is it's going to show you the leading vote getter in the cast but you can click on that character and pull up all the things that people have nominated and upvote and downvote. So it's kind of like Ranker in that way. Um, nice. It's really cool. It's also, uh, it, it is also a place where, let's say, like, um, we wanted to put um, Geek Cast Live, the movie. Ooh. Yes. You could put that on there and have people. Um, Speaking cast, of Alfie Allen, fan cast our show. Speaking of Alfie Allen, exactly. Um, you could uh, speaking Nick. I watched a really terrible zombie movie the other night with Mark Strong and Lance Henriksen, and I think Mark Strong would play you in our fan cast. Nothing. <laughs> no response. No response for anybody. Turned into a pumpkin. Well, let me let me grab a picture of Mark Strong real quick for you guys. I'll share it with you. Did he play the wizard in? uh... Oh, he is dead. Maybe his name's not Mark Strong. Hold on. 
Nope, not Mark Strong. <laughs> I mean, Mark Strong, like the box-headed guy who was the nemesis no, of Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. Yeah, not, that's what I say. He's playing no, the wizard no, no. in Sherlock Holmes. That's exactly what God I meant. God damn it. God damn it. Not Mark Strong. It's his name's like that, though. It's this last name's Strong. Hold on. Mm. And like Eric Strong. Move on. Uh, that's what I'm geeking at. Is mycast.io. Beautiful. Love it. Tremendous. Uh, so I had recently started getting into... I got two things that I'm geeking Ooh. on this oh, week, actually. Oh, fantastic. Nice. Uh, and they uh, they are pretty far ends of the uh, spectrum. Nice. So firstly, um, I had um, finally decided Aha! to buy a game that I... Oh, yes. Johnny Strong. Johnny Strong. Go ahead. Beautiful. Keep going. <laughs> Uh, oh, so I decided yes. to uh, pull the trigger on a game that I had looked over and over again at Gen Con, and uh, so I finally got it and had a chance to play it with Ashley. I bought Fog of Love. Oh, oh did you, did nice. you, re- you really got it. I really got it. The, the romantic comedy board game, and it's really good actually i really like it it's only a two-person game but it's it's a lot of fun i would i would really really recommend it um it's it's like it takes a little bit to get used to for the setup uh don't uh if you were to get it uh on the back of the wool book they have all of the information how to start the game for the very first time Hmm. uh don't just start tearing everything apart and just diving through the front of the rule book like you would in most every game ever. Right. Because it took me probably an hour and a half to just set the game up. Jesus. All of the information that you need. Right on the back. It's conveniently right on the back. <laughs> and you can get started in like five minutes. Um, <laughs> awesome game. Really would recommend it. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, I have also recently picked up a game called uh, Darkest Dungeons Ooh. on uh, the Switch. Uh, it's a game that was kickstarted, had a really, really small crew, probably like, I think it was around seven to eight people um, made this game um, probably three years ago or so. Um the concept of the game is that you um, you have uh, heroes that you have to contract out and hire, and you can form a little squad, and you send them on missions and stuff. And it's very similar to Set a Watch. You've got different like camping things that you can do. The torch plays a big play into the mechanics of the game. You have to upkeep and take care of your heroes. Except um, instead of like set of watch, this is uh, set of watch is if uh, you gave like me free reign to design it. It is incredibly dark. It is so hard. Characters are constantly getting killed off. And if they aren't getting killed off, they are just they're being driven insane. All sorts of bad things happen to them. It is just an excruciatingly hard game. And I love it so much. So if you guys get the chance to check out, it's also available on the computer. Um, I believe that it's available on PlayStation as well, but I could be lying there. But Darkest Dungeon. Nice. Definitely. Uh, and they're coming out with a second one in the upcoming uh, this upcoming year. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's on PlayStation 4 and uh, Xbox One That's as well. Fantastic. Really, mm-hmm. really worth checking out. Nice. I like Enjoy. it. I... 
forgot for a second what I was geeking on. Um, I, I'm a big fan of the Dark Crystal here in, in oh, my nice. me. Uh, uh, really, really enjoyed. I uh, watched, I rewatched the movie the other day while I was making dinner, and uh, Netflix just auto played it right into the series. Uh, that they, they recently just released. Um, I think it'll have been out for a week by the time you listeners at home hear this. Um, so hopefully you've seen it by now, but if you haven't, uh, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance on Netflix, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I'm only I'm only a couple episodes in, but I, I really enjoy it so far. Um, it, it has that same Jim Henson magic, I guess, that, that the Dark Crystal, the original film had. Um, and I'm shocked. I'm like, I'm so surprised by how good it is because I, I didn't expect it to be this good. Um, but it's it's tremendous. And it's it's got a really cool feel to it where uh, some of the stuff feels as though it's being a little bit retconned. But if you think about the, the movie uh, from when was it made? Like the 70s, 80s, somewhere in there. Um it, it sounds more right than seventies. Yeah, it's it's told from the perspective of of the characters who are living through it, and you get the sense that they don't really know what the history is. And so, uh, when you do series and you think oh, that doesn't quite match up with the history that was presented, what you can realize is this is this is the stuff that actually happened, and the movie becomes sort of an epilogue to the series. And you can kind of look back and go, oh, they, they're they existing at a different place in time, and they don't really remember how it really happened anymore. You, you do know that the TV show is a prequel. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what I mean is it, it, it's not, it doesn't just feel like a prequel series for the sake of being a prequel series. It feels like it's leading into... Okay, good. And, okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, what I mean, yeah, and so it, it feels like it actually is going to give birth to the the movie, and it you know, I don't know how else to describe it. it, no, it, it that's, doesn't. That's right. That, that's yeah. good. Yeah. So I've I've really enjoyed it so far. I'm only I think two episodes. In. Um, it's just every, every episode's like an hour long. Finding an hour here and there to watch it is is not my cup of tea. Um, but I, I've really enjoyed it, and it it I don't know. It's really good. I, I recommend it so far. Speaking of uh, Ryan, your boy Mark Strong is also in <laughs> the uh, Age Resistance here. Oh, is he really? Yeah. He's Mark Strong, what? not Johnny Strong. Yeah, Mark Strong. Well, not uh, well, he is the uh, Gelfling Ordon. Oh, the father of Rion. I meant, mm-hmm. I meant, nice. I meant Johnny Strong, guys. Sorry. Sure, sure. I like it. But uh, yeah, the only I will say, and I, I don't want a la uh, James Cameron's Avatar. Um, the first episode gave me the impression that it was just going to be uh, basically a modern retelling of the ant and the grasshopper. So did you back off on that at any time or? Uh, I don't know yet. Okay. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see how it goes. That's my. Um, that's my prognosis. We're gonna see if it turns out that way. But not a bad thing. I, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. So that's true. Um, and at least it's not. It's not Fern Gully. I guess it's not just Avatar, right? So, 
But it is, it might be a bug's life, and I haven't decided yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you like what you heard and you want to hear more, go to where you listen to us, which is mostly iTunes. Give us a five star review and tell us what your George Washington of spirit. Mm, I like that. Also, That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Do that for us. That'd be great. And if you want to get a hold of us, go ahead and get on over to the Twitter and Facebook machine. All you have to do to find us is search GeekCast Live. And if you want to give us money, you can head on over to Patreon, GeekCast Live, and give us money there. Or you can buy shirts with our faces on them. Yeah! And other disconnected sayings and things. Uh, <laughs> gcl.threadless.com 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 I swear to God you guys heard me do that in my head (laughs) you can buy t-shirts, leggings, skateboards shower curtains, coffee mugs phone cases, book bags find a design you like There's, there's always more coming we've got two or three in the works right now um Buy them. Wear them. They're funny. Tell your friends. Damn it. <laughs> Go to church with your fuck tradition coffee mug. Sure. Or um, go grocery shopping with a shirt that says shit Midas. <laughs> no, it's no big deal. Just you do, do you. Be Just about that life. Hard star. Yeah. Be about that life. <laughs> Whatever you do, be about it. And very importantly, make sure you do it upon hearing these words. Call your grandparents. Peace. Bye.